0: And I come back to you now, at the turn of the tide. We is Drew Law, a.k.a. Amin TMK, a.k.a. Amin Habibi, next level with this next level shit. I am back, uh, and I have my my two cohorts right here. Emoja uh, the Mo Man Sunler and Keita Marshall. What's up, y'all? Can we, uh, can we get a welcome back?
1: Yo, it's a motherfucking tanky that could The little thotty, commie, hottie You know what I'm saying? You know who the fuck it is You know what the fuck's going down Wow Moment Wow He's already
0: peaking, (laughs) Kita. (laughs) Peak. <laughs> He's already peeking over here.
1: Why are we talking about
0: my peak? Aww, that's so um, gross. We, we we come to you uh, at the turn of the tide oh, here. The it's, it's, the it's, uh, like a Gandalf a ass letting you know we we know you've been waiting on us. You know we've had a few episodes, a democratic establishment uh, uh, episode, and we are we had our um, OG council interview. So we're back. This is regularly scheduled programming. Uh, you know we gonna just do what we do. We are gonna go ahead and, and enter into the matrix. We have a couple things we want to talk about. Are y'all ready to enter the matrix? Ready. A less dude It's nothing personal for me It's just
2: business The streets of Baltimore On the streets of Detroit During the, the 60s And New York City and Immediately within it You are going to get Those people Whose differences Are not being articulated Which is right up. So, expecting Any back, huh?
0: Oh, I'm already getting it Oh yeah <laughs> So I don't know Keita If you know this But uh, me and Mo Man Have uh, birthdays uh, That are like Five days apart Yes, Gasp. Yes. Um, and we went to celebrate our birthdays. We went camping. Uh, and we had a, a great time. But there was two things that I learned about camping. And I, I want to discuss them with you, if I may. <laughs> yes, I um, the first thing is, the place that we were camping uh, is a, a very famous city. I don't know if you've heard of it. Little Orleans, Maryland. You ever heard of Little Orleans?
2: What? Exactly. I Neither had I. <laughs>
0: Little yo, Orleans. Yo, man.
1: Hey, bruh, hey, bruh. How many motherfuckers live there, bruh?
0: Little Orleans, population of 52. Is that a fact. We wow, all in
2: the cut.
0: It's all 52, is is all it's all white people there. I I don't think I've literally been to a space where I literally didn't see one person of color once. Not you're one saying, time. You got fucked
2: up now, But do you
0: know what I did see?
2: What did you see?
0: I saw white guys on trucks. They're not like the truck trucks that you see like the Ford F-150 trucks over here that people...
1: But that shit look like they could be in them fucking Bigfoot competitions. Are you serious? It shit be jacked up higher than motherfucking... Yo, what was that what
0: co- that country rap that we were listening to where they were riding high? Was- oh, <laughs> yeah, that- no, you're talking
1: riding- about Georgia <laughs> the Georgia boys. Georgia boys.
0: So it's these, these white dudes. We ball them up and then we ride so them up.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. Let's not, let's not emulate the song, I just wanted to bring it up. He he just doesn't.
1: So,
2: Yeah,
0: And that's how it sounds, really. That actually sounds better. But, But what I was saying was, we were in Maryland. We weren't in, I didn't drive to West Virginia. We weren't deep in Pennsylvania somewhere. We weren't in Virginia. We were in Maryland.
1: And what we're trying to say is, as soon as you get out of metropolitan areas, bruh, you are in Trump country, bro. Let it not be confused. He got the heart and soul of America. I just
0: was thinking about how dangerous it it, it felt at times there. Um, I remember the we went to go to the store or whatever to get some, and they were like kind of insinuating that we had like stole our campground.
1: Hey, bro, when we talk about cult of politics, American politics, and think about this. You've definitely seen I'm with her, believe, you know, Obama, those shits you put on cars. The bumper stickers. The bumper stickers. Trump got whole ass flags. Motherfuckers be put. I don't even know if there's a such thing as a Republican flag. There is a Trump fucking flag. Not like even the like the the don't fucking uh, what's that? The don't crawl on me. The that don't stupid. Don't tread on me. Don't tread know, on me. Know. That fucking redneck ass. I, I hate the government, but secretly I love all cops ass flag. No, nah, this is dead ass Trump flag. Flags, bruh.
0: They, not, they don't even have the Make America Great, the MAGA hats. They got the new shit. You know what I mean? They got the Keep America Great. They're Trumped down to the socks. They got the Trump hat, the Trump shirt, and the Trump shoes, the Trump boots. And, and what I'm getting at is it really reminded me just how dangerous, like we were saying, getting outside of the metropolitan area. There's people out there that really will kill you. And um, that was one of the things that I, that I took from camping.
2: That's that's crazier than my last camping situation, where we had to go out into the middle of nowhere. And I was like, oh, we're lost. We're leaving. Yeah. <laughs> the, this is this is a whole new playground, my friends.
0: I'm pretty sure we also witnessed a, a, a cult ritual. I'm Some like, wild-ass cult shit, bro. I felt like was, I was in Eyes Wash up, my G. Right. I mean, it was like physical,
2: a cult. That's they, what I'm saying. You're saying there was more?
0: Midsommar. Yeah, it, it was a dude in a Harry what? Potter robe blessing people. <laughs> oh, You're
2: that that you, don't know, that you know I'm saying? That motherfucker
1: right stood in a line when he told them to kneel. They all kneeled at the same time and shit. Where the
2: fuck did y'all go? Did you look up this Little place beforehand? Little Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> well, we looked
0: up the place <laughs> and it looked really nice and I was like, it's in Maryland. This is what I'm saying. I learned a new thing. <laughs> that when you go up to Little Orleans or whatever is up there in Maryland, you are no longer in a metropolitan area with people that may share any views with you in any capacity. Yo,
1: and literally, bro. like, sometimes I think about this, right? I be like, yo, yes. motherfucker, how can you not notice shit, bro?" The internet is everywhere. Go to fucking Google and look some fucking shit up. Yo, bro i have a brand spanking new my sh- my fucking phone is like some nasa shit okay going to i far couldn't more interesting. Fu- not nary a squirrel fart a fucking signal where the fuck i am bro the internet is not everywhere and that's just something again that we have oh, to yeah, remind ourselves of
2: rural areas out in the cut because verizon and at&t stole a whole bunch of money from the government to lay down <laughs> wires and then didn't because they said it would be too hard corruption keeps us I, safe I, I thank y'all you for your
0: input there was a second thing that i've uh, i learned uh keto while we were out there and that is i i really like camping <laughs> i like i i really like having it you know making a tent making shelter you know making a fire cooking on the fire you know we had some other you know situations going on we we're sharing fellowship in a very real way and i remember y'all had got me on survivor man and i was Yo, just, that
1: motherfucker <laughs> wild bro he's a little bit boring but hey, ain't nobody more legit than
0: that dude bro <laughs> hey nah he's super legit he's super and I, i've been thinking about this too like as i want to move forward and you know have a tiny house villa away from the mainland of uh America, Wherever that may be. Where that may be, I would like to have some survival skills. You know, if I'm out there and I'm trying to work on the land, that's what I want to do. And it, it was really exciting. It was really uh, enticing also to continue to get back out there. What are y'all thoughts in, in terms of, you know, moving forward and having these survival skills? Thoughts?
2: No, big facts. Because you know what? The focus on survivalists has been so white. And it's like, well, you got to amass guns. And maybe some canned food. And it's like, okay, well, canned food is not going to help you survive. And it doesn't build on the community, the gardening, taking care of the land, not being fucking psychopaths in the apocalypse.
1: Yeah, I mean, and just to follow up on that, right, let's say you do got a bunch of guns. Are you a machinist? Are you a chemist? Like, if, you, if the whole theory is civilization is gone, where the fuck are you going to get more bullets, G? Like, that's not easy, normal fucking shit. Like, there, I I know motherfuckers that know how to make bullets, but I am not one of them. Water filtration.
2: <laughs> <laughs> how about that? Things you need to survive? You don't need bullets to survive, y'all. Yeah, right, and
1: let's say the, the most basic primary survival situation is you out hunting
2: the fuck good does it do
1: to bring down a motherfucking, uh, okay, let's say a whitetail, and you have rudimentary, at best, fire-making skills, meat preservation skills. You know how much fucking meat that is? How to prepare a fucking animal? Like, it's, it's shit did you take for granted. Like, I shot it, and now it's deer burgers. No, bro, several steps between I shot it, and now I got fucking deer burgers up in this bitch.
2: Also, fiber crafts, how to spin Cotton or sheep's. Wait a minute.
0: Hole. Are you telling me that when I shoot a deer, <laughs> it doesn't just turn into meat that I can cook? The Oregon Trail lied to me. Yeah, <laughs> and it turns
2: into a little angel and then flies away. It's like you looking at carrots. They don't just magically come onto your plate as a it's salad. Hey,
1: you know what though? For real, for real, the only shit I've ever seen in major American media that ever showed how much of a pain in the ass it is to really deal with deer. Game of Thrones, when they introduce your ass to Tywin motherfucking Lannister and his ass with, I'm talking about, up to the forearm deep in blood, rolling that motherfucking hide off that bitch, pulling the guts Ah, out and shit. like Yeah, bitch, this is the non-sexy side of fucking hunting. Good luck with that shit.
0: What it makes me think about, too, is just the inability we have to... Truly take time to take a few weeks to go into, you know, nature to learn in that space, you know, because late stage capitalism got us working out here 50, 60, 70 hours plus a week. Now we're dealing with Rona, which we haven't even, you know what I'm saying, addressed yet. But all of these things are coming down on people. We don't have the ability to
1: do it. So grow your own food, but also, man, remind yourself how, how difficult it is to create a fire from scratch. And that's even with modern technology. So many people, like, if you can't turn on a fucking burner or light it up with a fucking lighter, you're fucked as far as fire goes. And making fire is a rudimentary human skill. It's the kind of skill no human should not have. Civilization is a construct, so construct the best one you can imagine. All right, so
0: speaking of Rona and Derona, I was thinking about, you know, there's this new narrative. I don't know if you've
1: heard about this guy. Bill Gates, you ever heard about Bill oh, Gates? Oh, yeah, No, he's a great guy. He stole a lot of fucking ideas from another guy who was an asshole. So he's a good guy?
2: <laughs> <The>
1: <laughs> I mean, look, I don't know if you look at Batman. <laughs> On the
2: altar of capitalism, he's All
1: a guy. billionaires are For good guys. Everyone duh. Philanthropists. Tony wow. fucking Stark, Stole a whole bunch of
2: money from the people, and he gives 0.01% of it back. I'm a
1: capitalist. Yo, think about what operating systems are, right? Operating system hegemony, right? Not to get all super tech nerd. It's protection racket. It's the newest protection racket. Look, you went to buy a fucking computer in the 80s, all right? It was IBM or God forbid you weirdo, it was one of them super ugly ass Macs back in the day, okay? Because in the 80s, Apple was not popping like it is now. now. All you want to do is get the motherfucking thing. But now you have to pay an extra $100, $200 before you can even get the computer because you gotta get this fucking operating system that you have to have for this kind of thing. And every single computer sold, that's like a tax on the fucking hardware. That's how Microsoft got
0: on. Let's even just talk about where Bill is in terms of the foundation because I hear a lot of, you know, scuttlebutt. I know people who have gone to, you know, a Gates Foundation event, you know, and maybe did a poem or something like that, you know? there seems to be this idea that bill gates is the good billionaire he's not he's not like uh, warren buffett or he's not he's not like bezos you know he's different he's he has this you know he's trying to eradicate these diseases in the african continents like these are just blatant it's just great pr man Like when i was
1: doing it i'm gonna tell you right now we all knew bill gates was a motherfucking villain bro <laughs> like he was a fucking villain like everybody acknowledges that steve jobs was a dickhead And Bill Gates ripped off him. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how you got on. Like, this dude who was a notorious asshole, you swindled him. So how much more of a fucking asshole you gotta be to be that guy? All of that shit now with the Bill and Melinda Gates situation, which also, Melinda Gates worked at Microsoft. How you get to be the CEO and you dating people there, and that's not automatically a a sexual harassment type situation. Because this nigga got a billion dollars, so it's instantly changed into Fifty Shades of whatever the fuck you want me to do, boss. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, these are the— So, like, when we look at the framework of who the fuck Bill Gates is, you see it real early on, you know? Uh, Through all aspects of life. This is why I say, like, you don't have to go secretly finding, like, who's predatory, man. You can look at the way they live their fucking life. It's all through their shit. I mean,
0: total facts. You know, there's this new conversation surrounding like how he's spending all his money to find a cure for COVID and how they wanted to create, a, a you know, some sort of apparatus that allows people of color to get the, the vaccine first, so on and so forth. And I think there's always this conversation surrounding like you know, medicine, especially with, with, with COVID and, and vaccinations and stuff like that. We're, people are not catching that the reason that Bill Gates is doing this is so he can commodify a vaccine or, or whatever it may be.
2: Vax. What I
0: wanted to talk about is the difference between that model, okay, that capitalist model of spending billions of dollars to create uh, a vaccine that you can then, you know, monetize and, and you know, whatever, quadruple, 100,000%, you know, the profit, and a, 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 a situation that... They implemented in Cuba, which is you know socialist medicine, and I wanted to talk about Cuban medicine if if we had a chance. I have a couple stats here. I just wanted to to knock those off, if I may, and then yeah, I'm gonna let true. y'all go. Yeah, okay. So first, I just pulled. First of all, do your own research. You Ooh. know, I, this is just something I found right here on Wiki. You know
1: what I'm saying? Just Wikipedia. That can't be nearly as important as my memes. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that
0: an impression of? Wow. I okay, love it. Okay. okay may I okay. may I go through? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, the Cuban uh the Cuban government operates a national health system and assumes fi- all fiscal and administrative responsibility for the health care of all citizens. There is no private hospitals or clinics as all health services are government run. Now doesn't that
2: sound terrible? God, so terrible. How dare everybody be provided Healthcare as a public service. Will
1: someone please think about the stockholders? I'm a make Money from that.
0: Right. Cuba was the first nation to eradicate mother-to-child transfer of HIV. The first, so far, in COVID. Okay. I don't know what we're working with here in old America. America I heard it was like four million cases in Cuba. Confirmed cases: three thousand ninety-three. Eighty-eight people dead from COVID. Now, how can Cuba be this dangerous communist society when the medical care right there is, look at the difference between those. I just wanted to get y'all opinions on those. Yo,
1: I mean, the Cuban healthcare, the medicine team that's been going around the world, they get the fucking Nobel Peace Prize for the COVID work that they've done. But you know what? They the fucking boogeyman, man. Fuck it.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's just pure propaganda. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, gosh, Americans can't even conceive of they're not being privately owned hospitals and someone's not making money, that they're automatically distrustful of something that's clearly working. Here's evidence that, okay, prove it. Cuba will not them. That, like, that's folks just moving the finish
1: line. You know who I feel sorry for is the little Bernie, Bernie fucking Sanders stands They're like, they, they've grown to this place. The Democrats have pushed them to such a place that they feel like they're radical when they go home to their parents and they talk about Medicare for all.
2: Right or insurance for all? Like bitches, <laughs> insurance companies put us in this situation, and you want to give them more money? I'm
1: a capitalist.
0: I mean, the whole. I mean, it's a, you have. They don't want to address capitalism. They just want to say Medicare for all. It's something that they can say. It's the Bernie bro mantra. You know what I mean? So I, I think you know, interesting too, because I used to talk a lot about Canadian medicine. You know, and I. I
1: Right. And because we're still socialized to think what is the essentially white government that does the closest thing to what we want, right? Yeah. When Canadian medicine is nowhere near as good as Cuban medicine. But again, even liberals shy away. That was a conversation I was having with a, a dear friend of mine who deep into the, the conversation we're gonna have next about uh <laughs> the Democratic hopefuls, you know, and like when we're talking about healthcare, you know, he's like, Well the, the, the Canadian medicine system and I'm like, bruh Cuba's is better. Just say it's okay.
0: It's the standard. I it's think okay. that's what we have it's to say. The best in the world. Yeah, yeah. So let's 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 dive in. Um, I I think that. What I want this, this entire season to be is us really addressing the issues, you know what I mean? There's been so many movements uh, that have sprang up from the protests in the last six months because of COVID, because of so many different things. And I want to make sure that we're focusing through, through the actual news, the things that matter throughout the season. So we need to get something out of the way, okay? <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, bro, I think I
1: know what you're about to say, bro.
0: We need to discuss again. For the last time. For
1: the motherfucking last last time. time.
2: Full stop period.
0: Full stop period. Why? We, and you shouldn't either, vote
1: for Joe Biden. Let me me go first. Uh, Malcolm X said black people should divest from motherfucking Republicans and Democrats 60 years ago. Joe Biden
0: wants to defund Medicare. He, He wants less Medicare has said, I will never
1: sign a Medicare for all bill. He'll never do it.
2: Yeah, he'll never do it. More sexual assaults in trouble.
1: Yeah, I mean, and there's photos, right? I mean, so if we can think about how many times he's been caught in photo, imagine how many times he's not been caught in photo. But I'll, I'll keep it going, right? We're all out there talking about justice for Brianna. Okay, this motherfucker still thinks that weed should be illegal. Like, you should go to jail for smoking a plant. He's to the right of fucking Trump on the drug war. He called Strom Thurmond his closest friend. Strom Thurmond, the segregationist for those of y'all that are millennials or zennials or Gen Z who don't know who Strom Thurmond was. Strom Thurmond was a dead ass segregationist.
2: Speaking of segregationist, he's definitely like, well, I don't know if I can take down the wall. The kids that are in internment camps right now. mm." Don't we all
0: agree that the one of the biggest stains on america right now is the people that we are locking in cages at our borders. we can agree that that is at least at the top of the list something that makes what's happening in absolutely. this country deplorable. absolutely. who do you think that trump started that? you know, whatever he expanded he it. i'm not sure that, what it is. It up. He, he ramped, ramped that, it up. up. but another thing too, just this what you were talking about. the obama administration deported more
1: people than anyone in human history.
2: <laughs> yeah, ice is only a government program that's been around for 20 years i want to say. yeah, nine
1: and it's something that really got popped off with them. It
2: hasn't existed since the beginning of the American founding fathers. So, like, this is some bullshit we made up in the last, like, not even a generation ago. Here we are with these kids and we're all suddenly like, well, I don't know. It's just that we've needed them for so long, like.
1: Yo, you got Republicans and Democrats on this fucking Epstein shit talking about save the kids. It's literally kids in motherfucking cages right now. And, like, it's like, it it doesn't matter automatically. Yo, but let's keep it on on Joe specifically because we can talk about the democrats too but joe specifically right joe specifically in the 70s said he did not want his kids going to a racial jungle when it came to busing i mean how about this how about this
0: the entire impeachment process what was happening was because his son what he was basically allowing his son to take what was it fifty thousand dollars a month, a
1: month from a foreign corporation called Barisma. I did right, which was essentially a Ukrainian oil giant. The entire impeachment process was because
0: of his son, and and again, I mean, I think we're gonna get into this more. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a reason why I really don't think you know he, that ticket has a chance is because these things are incredibly low hanging fruit, and that's what Donny J does well: low hanging fruit. <laughs>
1: Uh, Anita, Anita fucking Hill. Right. The fact that this motherfucker voted for Clarence Thomas, then we're talking about, oh, elect him. We got to think about the judges. This motherfucker voted for Clarence Thomas. What fucking what would make you think that this man, this segregationist who's been a racist his whole life is about to put some fucking crazy ass left wing judges on there? What judges has he offered you as a potential? Right. Of course, he hasn't done that in advance. So it's like it's just like, oh, well, he'll do it on the back end. That's not how negotiations work.
2: Also, just listen to the fucking podcast why not Dems That episode we explain it all right there.
0: The conversation was so intense on defund the police. that was such a mantra that everybody was putting out there, and it made some some small changes, but those were wins. you know when you look at uh you know the entire city of Minneapolis at least considered the idea and is trying to work towards abolishing the police in an entire city. I mean, that's a that's a small win for real. And how did that happen? Volatile Civil disobedience, not voting. So here we are again. The next cycle, talking about well, you need to go out and vote. You need to go out and 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 you know get get Trump out of office. And where has that that voice and, and taken out of the space? Arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Defund the police. You know what I'm saying? Release people from prisons. And all of this stuff is is really frustrating.
1: When I got it now here, go out and vote. It completely just cuts that movement off at the knees. Yo, Kamala Harris was the district attorney when. Oscar Grant was murdered. So, like, when we're talking about if she was president, how in the fuck can we assume it would be any different? When you were the DA and you could have went after the killer cops, you didn't. What she the supported fuck, them. This is your real life legacy. Like, you weren't even, like, a congressman or a senator then. You were the district attorney and you totally could have went after these killer cops. And, like, we talk, that's why we talk about, um... Mosby. Mosby. Marilyn Mosby. Marilyn Mosby be going attorney the fuck in. Right? Now that's a district attorney that people want you to think Kamala is. A person that's then took on, corrupted. Cops and prosecuted all the cops is out there trying to dirty black people in the hood and shit. Like that's a, a DA that really used her power for the good of fucking black people. Kamala Harris, fuck out of here, man.
2: And for everybody who's like, oh well, once they get into office, once we get them into office, we can hold them accountable. And I'm like. In the entire history of the United States, y'all haven't held anybody accountable. What
0: does holding them accountable mean yeah. if you vote them in?
2: And that now the the American political system is at such extremes that we essentially have the Republicans on the far right. But the Democrats are only like two stitches to the left of that right. There is like no expanse that will push Kamala and Biden to be better people.
1: Right. When you talk about like hold someone accountable, I think about like maybe someone like, like AOC, right, who's very problematic in her own way. But at least when she first ran back in those days, she was on some abolish ICE type shit. That's somebody maybe you can hold accountable, maybe. Unrealistic, but you're talking about a first, second time fucking congressman. Someone like Biden, who has literally been in the Senate since the 70s. How in, Holding him accountable is time. It's not like we haven't had time to watch what he's done. We've had a career to watch this man move further and further to the fucking right. The time to hold him accountable is fucking now. You don't get to hold him accountable for it. It's not like, oh God, he surprised us. Like Obama surprised a lot of people. He came in there talking that real good anti-war shit, you know, I'm a fucking leftist shit. Man, Biden ain't never came out like that. He still hasn't said anything remotely leftist. So hold him accountable now with your fucking vote. Like, either you believe in certain shit or you don't. You can't, like, well, I believe in this in my personal life. I'm going to let them cancel all these people that do these fucking things in my personal life. But for my president, what the fuck?
0: I think we all can just say our piece here and, and keep it moving. But again, I just want to say that when you invest in the Democrats you are not giving any harm reduction. Everything that you are doing is pure—everything the Democrats do differently than Republicans in terms of a more progressive stance is completely aesthetic. Look at Black Lives Matter. They just painted it on the street. Instead of doing—and then you so you 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 paint Black Lives Matter on the street, and then three weeks later, you vote to up the police budget $18 million. This is what Democrats do, an aesthetic. So when you talk about harm reduction or maybe microscopic change or whatever they call it, you know, incremental change, you know, maybe Bernie could have Gave you some small amount of incremental change. Not to say that I would still vote for him. I probably would not. But I I kind of understand an argument here. When we what we're watching is the 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 Biden Harris ticket is just riddled with neoliberals and not just neoliberalism. Just straight up. Pressman, uh, uh, our, our very good friend, <clears throat> uh, hit me to Dino. You know, D- Democrat a name only. You're dealing with the, a, a straight up right wing i uh, ideologue, uh, you know what I'm saying, and a fascist in his own right, you know what I'm saying. So please, or miss at me the very with this. least,
2: a
1: fascist enabler.
2: Well, and I will say too, just because, because everybody highlights on this, but it's like. We've been voting the lesser of two evils for so fucking long. We just got evil, y'all.
1: And they're very powerful evils, bruh. They're very powerful evils. Everybody understands that no other part of life is a binary. Sexuality is not a binary. Gender is not a binary. None of these things are binaries. But we're forced to believe that politics have to be a binary. And I just, I implore all of you. Think Think about what our ancestors would have wanted. Think about what the people I don't know, man. I mean, I know also a lot of us got different heroes as far as the civil rights struggle. But my my, my my heroes were like Fred Hampton. You know what I'm saying? My heroes were like Stokely Carmichael. My heroes, you know what I'm saying, were like Asada. My heroes were like Malcolm. And none of them would none of them motherfuckers would be like, hey, let's do the Biden thing. Fuck that.
2: Yeah, but I also local politics which I mean has talked about and that can have an impact.
0: You know what it reminds me of and and and, and I'm just, this is where I'm going to take a step off because this is where I remember we were watching Justice League Dark. Yeah. Do you remember the the final scene against uh Darkseid and Trigon? Right. right. That's right. the Democrats and Republicans. You're yes! sitting here and, and you're rooting. Well, you're rooting for dark side. I mean, I don't get it. Like you're dead. I mean, you're going to be subjugated and killed either, either way. You know what I mean? Why would I pick between
1: the two? I hope that neither of them win. Yo, I'm going to finish with this and I'll let you have the last word on it, Akita. Uh, for me, the Democrats have gotten first off, we have to whenever I talk about the Democrats, I'm going to remind everybody. This is the party that Andrew Jackson founded a hundred and fifty years from now i don't expect Ashkenazis excuse me in Germany to vote for the National Socialist Party. so why then a hundred and fifty years later, should I, as a black man have to vote for the party that andrew fucking jackson founded the democrats are andrew jackson right you got clinton going to the 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 funeral of john lewis talking about and he was a good boy he learned his place and he wasn't like them radical stokely carmichael type niggas like you got people like biden saying shit like if you don't vote for me you black these motherfuckers have got way too comfortable for me as a black person that these white men can now come out and say these kind of fucking statements and be comfortable and shit
2: And on a final note, stop talking to me. Y'all need to start talking to all of those fucking white women and white people.
1: 53%.
2: Who literally make up the majority of the votes. We could literally, every single black person, every single person of color, I think with the way the population statistics roll out, could vote for Biden. And if even 20% of fucking white women vote for him, it's over. We're talking to me. Go talk to your racist ass grandma, aunties, uncles, cousins, cousins, brothers.
1: Sisters, Trump, this is Trump's America. If you get out of the small bubbles that you're in and go out into the fucking country, you will understand within no uncertain. And this is it does not bring me any pride or joy to say that. This is Trump's America. People that are never gonna get called in polls, but are absolutely gonna vote. Those people are going to vote Trump. That's just the bottom line. All right.
0: Um, Well said. Uh, Let's move on. Uh, Would y'all like to go to talk to
1: him? Let's talk.
2: Yes. He's good. Roman boss
0: is something you got to deal with. So all of that collaborated, fabricated, it ain't going to equal up to this real shit. So just uh, on that note, you know, we were thinking about. And actually, was it your idea, Moamik, or Akita? Was it? Yours? It was my idea. Okay, so can I'll you take credit? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Take the credit, <laughs> It was
2: Mo Man's take idea. Take the credit.
1: So what we're gonna talk about next is I feel like there's a something that's been happening for a long time, and I feel like a lot of the discourse uh, that we're having in in quote unquote progressive communities comes from a lack of understanding. We use these terms, and they mean different things. Progressive to the black left, means something very different from progressive to like white liberals. Because we come from an inherently more communist kind of mind state, you know, share everything with your brothers and sisters, family struggles together, or we bubble together. White culture tends to be more rampant, rugged individualism like I am great at baseball but my brother fucking sucks so you end up with this very different kind of mentality of what progress means also progress what progress means mean something different from where you're starting. So when you look at the fact that black people are starting from very, very far back, the things that we want to make progressive change look very different from white people, right? White people progressivism tends to be a lot more incremental because they only need a little bit more to kind of, you know, have a society that would be relatively good. But black people are coming from a position where we need a lot of shit to change. Like, we need to, like, not be killed at a disproportionate rate for, like, crimes that we haven't even been found guilty of in a court of law. That's very different from, like, oh, you know, uh, if I had $15 an hour, my little son, you know, I mean, our economic concerns are even different from that. Like, we're talking about reparations. They're talking about $15 an hour. So I felt like it would be a good segment to talk about kind of some of the basic differences between progressivism as it relates to black people and what tends to mean with white progressive.
2: Well, you know what? I, just to... Because earlier in the show, we were talking about survivalism, right? And I feel like a perfect example of that is everybody should learn how to garden. Urban gardening is very popular. But I think what white people take for granted is, of course, it's like kitschy and cool and hippie for them. But people of color, when they came to this country, tried to do that. And the cops of course, destroyed those gardens. They f- made them illegal. Saying like, oh, well, our homeowners association.
1: Which is white progressivism, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Homeowners association. White progressivism. Oh, facts. Big, big facts. Because they want to protect, again, property more than people which is so funny considering homeowners associations come in like dictatorships and say like hey even though you own this property you can't do what you want with
1: it you can't have a wood uh, picket fence every fence here has to be wrought iron
2: right or it has to be painted only white like these are the only acceptable colors to paint a house and none of them's like I don't know, cherry red with black stripes or some shit. It's my house, fuck you.
1: Right, but again, right, the mainstream conversation is rugged individualism, right? But now we have this thing where I can't go in there and make my shit Victorian, you know, with fucking gothic spires and all that shit because I'm fucking up the, the value of the homes in the neighborhood the fuck that got to do with your home? This is my home. I'm paying for this bitch.
2: Yeah, exactly. And another example is this conversation around public transportation. Or or really, no. Because white progressives will be like, we need to be sustainable and green. At the same time, they made it almost impossible for people of color to ride their bikes. They made skateboarding illegal in a lot of, especially smaller cities and states. Yo,
1: you remember that time we were doing poetry at the fucking Poet's Loft? This is before, like, Pam started all that bullshit. And uh, we're just like, yo, because, you know, Hot Springs was always a wild town. It would be kids skating all down the thing. And she's like, you just don't understand. I don't like that we hate the cops to get those kids with the skateboards. It's so dangerous. It's like... Yo, it's kids with fucking skateboards. It's kids with
2: fucking skateboards. I feel that way when about when DC first got the uh the bikes, the, the community bike situation. And when they found out that a whole bunch of DC black kids were riding the bikes, were riding the scooters, and then just leaving them, because that was the idea behind this thing, was you pick up a bike, you take it anywhere you want, you drop it off wherever you want. And then people complained, because they were like, but well, the kids are being dangerous, oh and gosh, yeah. the kids aren't treating this property well, so we have to just get rid of it. Like, it may white progressive, like people who are like, oh, I believe in biking. I believe in being sustainable and green. Suddenly a whole bunch, you see a whole bunch of black kids riding these, taking advantage of these Public services, right? And it's like, well, how dare they?
1: Yo, know, one of my favorite Ashkenazi homies in this city, right? We we have a lot of fucking compliance and views. But I remember, you know, me and a me were working on like a gorilla seed project once. and we We're like, hey, bro, you really want to go in with this? We gonna go to a park and we gonna plant like sustainable fruit, you know, so like over, you know, and check in on it every every year to see where these trees are going, so that like you could go off into the woods and it'll be fruit bearing trees. And he's like, you know, we really need to. Uh, to talk to the city council about this i mean you right. know, we have to you know what i'm saying i remember being so excited when uh, like the lift scooters were coming out and they're like no they're litter they're just everywhere and i'm thinking like in my little commie brain i'm like this makes it so much easier to not have a car like i can just hop on it like in a perfect world the government would be providing this fucking service and
2: funny enough it's so cute how they suddenly vanished when all the protests started in dc <laughs> not a single one could be found in the fucking city they
0: suspended the scooters for like two weeks just because people were out here, of course, during the protests, so on and so forth. I had one, if I may, take a stab at it. You know, I, I often think, you know, uh, Islam is, of course, a, a big thing for me. You know, it's a, it's a guiding force of how I move through the world. And I think, you know, like the call is to be a servant of the people, you know, to go out there and do, you know, God's work. You know, like going out here, being a servant of the people, you know what I'm saying? Because that's where, you know, my core is in terms of my religious beliefs. And I think a lot of times like I talk to these like white progressive people who are like, All into like spirituality, and they're like really interested, and in you know shedding the ego and enlightenment. And I got no no problem with that, but there is no aspect of like, well, you know, to purify my soul or to move through a higher frequency of spirituality. I can help people. You know what I'm saying? I serve the people to create that enlightenment. It always feels like again what you said: rugged individualism. I'm gonna cleanse my cleanse my spirit. I'm gonna go to Tibet and 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 practice with the monks.
1: And look at the nonprofit, you know, what I'm saying, fucking industrial complex. I think that's a great bastion of like white liberalism, white progressivism. That they want to be the ones that make a difference. They're better than the pure corporate people, but they only hire the right kind of black people that sound the right kind of way, mostly assimilated. You know what I'm saying? I mean, think about think about again the love for the ACLU, right? Which on paper seems like a great organization, until so you understand they will use resources to fucking send lawyers to help. Nazi kids, uh, you know, be able to give speeches on fucking colleges because free speech matters. Even And it's like, yo, this is hate speech. The ACLU fucks with these kind of people. All of the people that you could be putting resources to, you feel like these are the hills to fucking die on? Southern Poverty Law Center. That really are the ones that created the whole concept of the uh, the radical black nationalist. You know, listing them as uh, separate hate groups uh, as powerful as things like the Proud Boys or, you know what I'm saying, the Minutemen, like literal white militias.
2: I mean speaking of militias, it's definitely white people who are like, Well, we still need to be nonviolent. Martin Luther King, not Malcolm X. And it's like, uh literally black folk are getting shot. They are literally being murdered.
1: Right. Right.
2: And you still want us to be like, oh, yes, you are a compassionate oppressor. Thank you so much I- for listening to my bullet point list. And, and that, that never makes
1: it through, right? Like, they believe that people should be nonviolent. Well, if people should be nonviolent and governments are representatives of the people, then shouldn't governments be nonviolent?
2: And corporations.
1: Corporations are a whole fucking other thing. I, I we do going to be in tech and land. are corporations
2: are people.
1: Oh, corporations are people, if too. If corporations are people, right, right. then
2: they also... Have a mandate to be compassionate.
1: Right. Well, how about nonviolent, right? Because now if we start framing things like environmental fucking racism as a violent thing and it causes cancer, look at places like Flint where they're getting legionnaires fucking disease. How's that nonviolent? Because someone wanna make sure that the stock prices are right. You know, we'll have a down quarter if we go out and change the fucking the pipes. I mean, think of the fucking stockholders.
0: Something here I were talking about, I wanted to circle back to is like the idea of like the bikes and the scooters and stuff like that essentially what happens is like these like white progressive people will move into a gentrified neighborhood they'll put up a black lives matter sign mm-hmm. they'll buy all the sustainable products from whole foods hey, never which is give downstairs. A black homeless
1: person five dollars
0: right and another thing i think about too is like like you were saying like you want to live in the city but you want to live in a city with a car so you're now driving a car in a city that is not equipped to hold so many cars and if you really were about the environment because a you might be uh, vegan or you might be buying sustainable products, quote, and, and, you know, so on and so forth. But if you still got a car in the city and you're not, they'll be the first ones, those white progressives to be screaming like, get off the street. Oh, I hate bikers. I hate you hear, You hear them all the time. Like, I hate uh, these you know, pedestrians all over the street, you know, like get out the road. And it's like, we want to move forward to a place where public transportation, not just buses and trains and things like that, but the bikes, you know, people have more, ownership of the road it's not just for people who can afford cars which are incredibly expensive you know and not accessible for so many people to drive and that's never a part of their narrative you know what i'm saying it's just like i want to live in a city that's perfect for me i want everything around me you know constantly be equipped to handle what my particular wants are and instead of just like we're talking about democrats and republicans and all that stuff like i'll put after all that i'll put black lives matter in front of my window in a neighborhood that has no black people in it because i moved here
2: Yeah. Contributed to policies that keep black people out. Absolutely benefit from all of that gentrification and then are like, oh, but black lives matter. No, they didn't.
1: So, you know, it's a big thing, man. It's a fucking lot. And all we're saying is it's not a it's not a gulf that can't be bridged, but be humble. Like, don't uh, when you assume that you've read more, you know more than every fucking black person. And it's your job to save them or to educate them. Right. That's some white savior shit. And if you feel like there's not that you're not progressive, if you still haven't even worked on decolonizing your mind from that, that white supremacist. Oh, you know, and we getting a lot of that shit now. Black people just don't understand how dangerous it is. We have to vote for Biden. You just don't are, like first off, black people vote Democrat like more than 90 percent. Like clearly the conversation need to be had with your sister. Also, I black guess.
2: people have dealt with slavery jim crow laws segregation it's worse now than it's ever been literally shot y'all can't talk to black people about shit
0: and i think y'all when you talk about that like i think about how white supremacy has infiltrated into academia you know and it's like that's another reason why they think they're so damn smart you know because they have these degrees and they believe in like literally you have to and we talk about this often envision a better future what we're trying to do has not been done before. They don't want to envision a better world because they're the ones who've had the most privilege in this space. Why they have would the they want to lose?
1: Change means that the exactly. shit you got. Like, if we, like, think about when you're playing spades and a motherfucker deal and shit. It's the motherfucker with fucking 13 fucking spades. It's like, oh, man, can't we just roll with it? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just, hey, let, how, what it takes to get the cards right. I'll give you two of mine.
0: Right, you don't want to rig, admit that the entire system has been rigged because you got a W. Yeah, and that's totally, I think, what well, white progressives do, you know? If this affects me, if I can vote for Biden and maybe, I mean, we were talking about how crazy it is. It's like I don't even know what you're going to get aesthetically from from a Biden campaign that you wouldn't get from a Trump campaign. But for them, it's like, well, it's got to be better, you know, because at least you know he wouldn't embarrass us or well, something I crazy mean, like be that.
2: Better for white people, but for black people, indigenous people, the freaking
1: fuck the Palestinians, eh? Let Just fuck know, them all
2: and. Freaking internment camps. It's not going right. to be better.
1: Fuck all these South Americans. Yeah. Got to worry about their legitimate, voted-in governments being cooed. You know, you got Elon Musk cracking jokes talking about we'll cool whoever the fuck we want on Twitter. That's incredible. Yeah,
0: we're going to bring his ass up in another podcast. That's for damn sure. Okay.
1: All right. This has been a heavy first month. Well, we had
0: to come back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the utopia is on the way, baby. You know what I mean? Like, so, So I want to talk more about the utopia. I want to talk about... Envisioning a better world. So let's go to another world. Are y'all ready to style on?
1: Let's Are I mean, oh, you mad because
0: I'm styling on? <laughs> I better get it, styling on. Plus, plus the is on. So uh how I've been getting through this, uh, Rona, and I think so how many uh, so many people have also been getting through this, Rona, is a very popular kids show has popped up. And uh it's it's from the past. I have never seen it before, it just hit Netflix. I would like to talk about envisioning a better world through the great media that is Avatar, the last airbender. I'm all in. All
1: in for it. I fuck
0: with it. So I want to talk about. I, I just finished it a few weeks ago. It was on Netflix again. Uh, shout out to Netflix for uh, giving me an entire series instead of when you give me three seasons of an oh, eight you're season about like, series. Like
1: Cora, how they just dropped Cora, yeah. bitch ass.
0: <laughs> or I get to have Lord <laughs> wow. of the Rings to the, the two towers, but not any of the other two. You know,
2: right. you can only have one of the one of the Tony Starks.
1: <laughs> yeah, they got Return of the King Extended Edition. Yeah, so. That's it <laughs> So anyway,
0: they gave us the full Avatar And I I, I watched it for the first time And uh, I, I really fell in love with it Especially talking about Envisioning a New World So I wanted to take a deep dive in Avatar If we might, and I wanted to ask you about um, This first thing That I have written down here In terms of something that I got from uh, Avatar is Coalition building
1: Yo, I think it's a, it's a great show for that right? When you think about the fact that The Air Nomad culture is its own... Thing. It's a monastic tradition where deep reflection and 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 all of that's their culture. That's their cultural values. And what does he has to do to overthrow this Fire Nation hegemonic stand-in for empire? He has to build coalition with cultures that are dissimilar from his all around the world. He has to find Water Tribe people, which are much more Inuit in in their native in their mode of being, right? And they worship water. They don't worship water, but that water is very you know revered in their culture Super necessary. and it takes all of these things to be able to deal with because it goes to what the first rule of motherfucking geopolitics there are no permanent alliances only permanent interests what is the yeah. one thing all of us got in common right now fire nation is fucking us up Altogether, together we might be able to do something about it.
0: Having people around you that can cover your blind spots. You were talking about people coming from different societies that have different cultures and different values. Each character in the space provides a different aspect of bending as well as just their mindset, you know, and and it diff you know, it's one of those things where it's like often they have disagreements or often they have arguments about things, but they are again moving towards the same. End goal, and you realize how much they trust in each other, even though they're from vastly different cultures. And I think that you know, when we're talking about coalition building, you know, that is the the, the space that we're going to have to be under, not existing with, you know, I mean, like we have the certain principles of revolutionary ideologies, which is non-oppressive, you know, radical non-oppression. What we're trying to get, you know, if people are with that, you know, and 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 they're moving to towards the same thing, you know, I want to be a part of of that movement.
2: Yes, and how much work has to be put in to build that trust that it's something that can fluctuate you can lose that trust you can rebuild that trust because you know at one point they all fail each other and they have to address that and they have to own it and then move forward and change from that and I think that's really important because so A lot of times an American, with its rugged individualism, it's you have to accept me for who I am and that's that. And it's like, no, you have the capacity to change and you have the capacity to change others around you. And we have to be able to change in order to have that better world that we envision.
1: Yo, and when we talk about redemptive justice versus like uh, uh, redemptive and restorative justice as opposed to like punitive justice, like I'm sorry, man, it's a lot that a lot of us can learn from someone like ang we talk about what is a non-toxic masculine right this is and this motherfucker is way past most grown fucking men as far as his understanding about like yo people have the capacity to change how can i best be put in a position to help a person live the best life or at least how can i take away their ability to do damage you know what i'm saying without permanently ending this person's life I think it's fascinating when he goes into the avatar state. Yo, it's hella spoilers, but this shit been out for 20 years. So if you ain't seen it, oh, hey, bruh, spoiler do know what I mean, the fuck to tell you, bro. When he's talking to all the avatars and he sees earlier, earlier avatar moment and he like, hey, bruh. And Mo's like, I don't know, bruh. I probably will fuck the nigga up, bruh. He cross.
2: I feel like all the, yeah, all his previous incarnations were like, you need to bone up and fuck that dude up. But I do, because as someone who is all, like, I know what, this is something that I got to (laughs) work on. (laughs) Who is like... You said what the fuck? Oh, let's throw hands. Okay, clearly it was these hands, and he like, yo, smoke. no, yo, y'all got this
1: <laughs> shit wrong, man. All y'all, and I'm like, no, nah, man, you got it wrong. And yeah, then he yeah. does it, and I'm like, damn. I was
2: like, oh, I, had oh, shit, I had it wrong. I had it wrong? I should be Ang? a better person. Yeah, no, Aang was really like, I believe in this, and I was like, that fool gonna get killed. Nah, he's um, gonna get all his friends killed, right? And, and it was a it was a learning moment for me because I was like, well, fuck, I I do have to envision something else, and. Aang did it, and I didn't believe it. I feel
1: like he could have been a little bit better on uh, the toxic possessiveness, but even then, right, we're still talking about what, a fucking 10-year-old boy? Like, he got a crush, and she don't owe him that shit. She comes around to feel the way he feels, and and several times, he took liberties, right? Because I'm going to say, like, I think, like, twice, he was, like, just... Dead ass kissed her, and she's like, "Hey, bruh, bruh, we just, we just bros right now, bro. You really a lot, and that's something that we have to acknowledge. That those are ways where he could definitely be better. You know what I'm saying? But again, we're talking about a fucking ten year old boy who is on his path, and I feel like a whole lot of that that comes from having that culture of deep reflection, meditation, and respect for all living things."
2: But also his respect for all living things, being like, I can't stay on this meditation tip. I got to go save Katara. He still goes out there and does yeah. work,
1: though.
0: Yeah. And he won't kill you, but he'll knock your ass out, you know, for sure. It was super necessary. Something I wanted to talk about in terms of the restorative justice aspect. And I think that like in the council culture world that we're in, we have a great episode called Council Culture versus Accountability Culture. But I want to talk a little bit about Zuko and Uncle Iroh. Uh, oh they would God. have easily been canceled infinite times for Malcolm X
1: would have been canceled.
0: Exactly, um, and something that I think too, and I think you know, when we talked about Empire, Zuko and Iro are both huge parts of that Empire. And instead of saying, you know what, I'm not, you know, we shouldn't go to war with them. Oh, you know what, we, you know, trying to have some
1: pacifist uh, viewpoint. What do they do? We need to vote out Lord Ozai. <laughs> No, no, Uncle Iro, the war criminal. Right. Uh, you know, let's we gotta vote for him. No, that's total facts. But you see what happens
0: with Zuko and Iro is they become instruments of the demise of the empire. They're directly in there, putting their lives on the right. line to protect protect the people that their empire They're
1: is totally oppressing. They're totally giving up their privilege in a way that makes them a threat. Right. Their lives are on the line for the stances that they take because they benefited the most from this type of privilege. They didn't take a passive incremental like, you know, that's my brother. Oh, that's my dad. I'm just going to talk to him every fucking day and bring him around. Yeah. No, but you push him to the left. Right. Get him. Vote him in and push him to the left. First, we have to conquer the Earth Kingdom and then we can bring them to accountability.
2: You know, though, I really wish more people were like Uncle more white people. I say specifically, white people should be more like Uncle Iroh. You recognize you did some fuck shit. You got to work for the rest of your life fixing that fuck shit. And you've got to bring your family around to recognizing, hey- this is fuck shit.
1: Or you have to completely detach from your family, which Iroh was willing to do. I mean, I think Iroh is a perfect example. And, and you know, we talk about Zuko because that's the person whose transformation we see. But we have to remember, Iroh was the leader of the forces, conquering bossing. Say, You know, I mean, you, the, the equivalent of that would be somebody like uh, motherfucking General Schwarzkopf. Like someone on that type of level. Uh, what's the... The everybody's favorite friendly black Negro and the Republicans. He was the joint chairman. of uh, Colin Powell. Colin <laughs> fucking Powell. Right. It's someone on that fucking level being like, nah, you know what? I committed fucking terrible crimes and to make good. This is what I'm going to do.
0: And you know what he does? He turns down the position to lead the the Fire Nation. You know, he says, no, it can't be me. And and I think that's what we talk about when we talk about these white men running Bernie for presidents. fucking panders. Uncle like, fucking how, racist grandpa. Yeah, how can it be you? How can we pick another old white man? How? If you, know, you that woke, you got to know it can't, it can't be, be you. It can't be me. It can't be me. So, uh, any... Any more things? Man, y'all killing it, man. I miss
2: y'all. We
1: miss y'all so much.
2: Seriously. We
1: back at it, though, man. We back at it. You know what I'm saying? All right. so this is what I want to really say. You know, this is
0: my shit right here. I be showing y'all the universe videos, and you know what I mean? I want to talk about how, and you talked about it a little bit with Aang, how we need to envision a better world. And I'm going to tell you what I I, I really get from one of the best, I think my favorite moment in Avatar, I've, I've decided... Is my homie Toph when she gets captured by dudes all the way back in, in the Earth Kingdom, and she's in that metal box? me to experience firsthand the failings of the prison industrial complex. And she's in there. Yeah, fuck
1: now, no one has no ever bended. Metal can't be done. It can't be. It's
0: never been done. And how old is Toph? Nine. Right. I mean, like I don't 12 even. Twelve at the fucking most. Right. 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 Toph in there, and she's like, "Nah, I'm about to break open this metal box." And she does. Super necessary. When I say envision a better world, you got to think about doing things... That have never been done before. So if you're listening to this, I want you to think of what's your metal box and why can't you pop it open? That was my thoughts. What what spaces? I know you talked about um, Aang as well, you know what I mean, envisioning a better world. Did y'all see any of that in, in that space? What are your thoughts?
1: Oh, man. For me, man, it's just about giving yourself the ability to, to fully trust, right? I think about, again, one of the people that comes to my mind, uh, Katara. Right, who is underrated as far as like her badassery. I mean, she would be good enough to be... She's already a better fucking... Does more shit with water than fucking Iceman. From the fucking Marvel Comics universe, you know what I'm saying? It's I like, mean,
0: just the bloodbending in The of itself the blood is bending yeah, a global shit. threat, actually. You know what I'm saying?
1: Being able to fucking, right? The amount of trust that she shows, right? To be able to be there with Zuko, to watch that motherfucker fail you in the most spectacularly fucked way of all. Like, you really went out, there, this motherfucker been trying to kill you for years. Y'all in a situation where you can trust each other and you trust him against all fucking better nature. You trust him and he fucked you again. And then to see this motherfucker again. We started the be game, like, we never got to finish. I'm gonna keep my eyes on you, but the team say we gotta roll with you. And it grow to a point of kinship to such a point where now Aang is in his feelings like damn, them niggas a little bit close. I oh, don't know. Yeah, coalition building. She's yeah. a model to follow, man. Vigilant, but
0: hopeful. That that part also is forgiveness, you know what I mean? And I think forgiveness is important. Keita, what were you about to say?
2: I was going to say the swamp benders and the sand benders. Because they get played off as jokes. But, you know, when it came to it, they, like, brought heat.
1: We're super necessary. Yeah, yeah, that assault on the fucking yeah. fire nation. Yeah, everybody's yeah. looking down on
2: them. A- everybody's looking down on them for being, like, sweet and wholesome and just kind of, like, you know what I mean? And making fun of them. Because I think, like, that happens a lot where we're like, well, you're not woke enough. So I got to make fun of All you right. and clown you and push you away. And it's like, no, we really got to bring everybody in a community. Bring everybody- somebody they can do
1: something. Does do something. something.
2: And they did. You want to talk about thinking outside the box? What's their metal box? Like, they managed to bend elements that people were like, oh, no. That's just, like, not becoming.
1: <laughs> Extreme poverty. Yo, we miss y'all. We missed y'all so much. Yeah. I'll take the fall, man. I've been working on a book. You might have heard something about it. But, hey, we back now. Can you tell them a little
0: more yeah, about yeah, the yeah, book, yeah, yeah, please?
1: Fable's. Yeah, yeah. oh. Foibles and other American tales. Yo, it's just a, it's just a, a deep dive investigation about what it means to be American, who gets to be American, what that looks like from different perspectives. Super necessary, you know. Sprinkled in with a little bit of life from all the shit that made me me, man. So if you fuck with poetry, if you fuck with radical politics, it's worth fucking with. But mostly, man exit the matrix that's what we always <laughs> love y'all
0: it's incredible manuscript um i i hope that everyone who listens to the podcast will check it out i also have to, on just a smaller note i also have an album out called trouble oh my, my ass. ass boy we've been yeah. waiting for that yeah. word what yeah.
2: hey uh, mr amin tell us a little bit about
0: this please uh yeah it's a it's a four track ep called troublesome very similar in, in your regard it's a a rap album of uh, revolution and uh, swag and uh, utopian uh, mindset, and uh, if you into jams, you know what I'm saying. Come rock with us.
1: Yo, 12 out of 10, we'll fucking recommend. Only fuck with dope motherfuckers. You already know, man. This shit is shit is wild. In a room with the dopest
2: motherfuckers
1: in the
0: house. Yeah, and you too, Kita. Straight up, yeah. um, M- uh, MF Gang. Uh, follow us on Matrix Podcast. Uh, we have a lot of content coming uh, this uh, this uh, fall and winter. Stay woke, stay hydrated, and yeah,
1: gang. I know you thought we was out, man, but like Gandalf, we're here to save your ass. Exactly. Help you save your fucking self. <laughs> Come with the dramatic. I've been sent
2: back until my task is done. Hey, baby.
0: It allowed me to experience firsthand the failings of the prison industrial complex.